Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. Um, I apologize that I didn't record yesterday. It was um there's just a lot going on and yeah, anyways, but um yeah, much calmer now. Um elections have gone on in Nigeria. It's um quite contentious, a lot happened particularly in Lagos where I live, there was just violence and a lot of voter suppression, a lot of voter intimidation by members of the ruling party. There's also, you know, there's just a lot going on. The process has not been transparent at all. It seems like there was complicity. A lot of the fears that I had, you know, coming into the, or let me say concerned, that I had was validated. Anyway, so we're still right in the thick of it. And I'm just praying that the Lord will take control. So I'm not going to talk too much about that. Because I believe that God will take control. It's um, it's quite dicey. It's really quite dicey. But um, I I trust. I'm I'm leaving it all all to Him. I was pretty a bit you know worried and anxious. I think yesterday and all that. But um, I've gotten to that point where I'm now like, well, let His will be done, not the will of any man. Let His will be done, and I'll just just take it from there. And you know, con- we'll play our own parts as office of the citizen. There's a lot that one is learning. Um, I think you know. It, it I think for me just confirms the principles that I have as a Christian, and which is why, I, and and I think one thing I like about the Bible more than anything, is that it gives me a template of right or wrong. Because to be honest, if I have come, do I have seen the world now? You know, even the people that we grew up thinking were people you could, okay, like this, like this is a parent or is somebody, you know. I'm finding that people are, 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 you know, values are wishy-washy. And what I think I like about the word of God is that it doesn't change. First of all, the Bible is already written down. It does not contradict itself. God has been consistent about what he likes and what he doesn't like, what pleases him and what does not please him. From the days of Abraham, obedience to his word, He's a God that doesn't like, you know, stealing, killing, lies. He wants people to come with a pure heart. He stands for truth, for righteousness, for justice, for holiness. You know, he's been consistent. And all the way up till the end of the Bible. And through many lives of people, through different stories in the Old Testament and also teachings in the New Testament, he shows out what he believes and stands for. I will rather pitch my life, even if... Let's assume the Bible was not even a book that had anything eternal, you know, as in there was nothing about eternity or heaven or it had no power to do spiritual things or save people. Based on the ethical principles in the Bible alone, it's enough for me. Because I've seen that it is good to live by. And that's the way the Bible describes itself. It says, it is all scripture is inspired by God. It is profitable for instruction, for correction, for wisdom, that the man of God. So in other words, so that we can order our steps aright. So for me, this I, 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 treat, I treat ethics very, very seriously. It's important for me to know what is right, first of all, and then to strive to do what is right. I know that sometimes doing what is right may not be easy. Sometimes it's conflicting. Sometimes there's a dilemma about what is right to do. Sometimes your life may even be threatened about what is right to do. But for me, 
I like the fact that at least let me know what is right and let me strive to do what is right. Even in situations where it is difficult, it's challenging, it's oppressing, it's conflicting to do what is right. Let me be able to have the heart to pray and ask God for the grace to do what is right, to speak the truth, to stand up for what is right. So right now I have lost respect for people who while claiming to be something, Every day they are saying this is who we are, this is what we believe. But what they actually do is showing that they are not at all who they say they are. And that came out very strongly in this election cycle. It was clear on a values basis, it was clear who the most corrupt candidate was and who was least corrupt. On a, on a spectrum, on a grade, you could see it. There was no perfect person. All of them are products of our political system and our unjust um, national system, which is not, you know, it's, it's the way it is. So for you, for you to even have gotten to that level, you're not exactly, you know, like you're not Jesus at all. You're not even anything close. But on a values base, there were those who were really out there. I mean, like murderers, thieves, liars, fraudsters, whatever you may call it. And you had some Christians, even faith leaders, respected leaders, tacitly supporting such people. For me, I'm like, how do you situate that within your, your, your faith, faith principles? How do you? And it's not, if there was no option, that's a different thing. If there was only one candidate on the ballot, that's a different thing. If there was no other, in fact, even on a faith basis, if this person was not even the same faith with you, in fact, had even chosen to create, to, 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 to disregard, I mean, the, the faith by not, you know? So I'm like, okay, and, and I'm, not, I'm not even talking of Christianity or religious, whatever. I'm saying on a values, on ethical values as to what kind of a person, character, is this person, I'm seeing Christians supporting the most corrupt character of all. Why? Because on a tribal basis, they, they, are, they, they, they are from the same tribe. So for me, it has told me that, first of all, you are, you, Christianity takes the back seats. You are from your tribe first before you are a Christian. Uh, yeah, you know, no, for, uh, and I think for, yeah, so that says it for me. And, it also shows me that, because even in our tribe, in the culture, because I also come from that tribe, in that in our culture, in our tribe, we also have ethics. Our ethics say that, they, in fact, there's a phrase we have in my language that says, what is good is not good. And I can't, um, it doesn't translate well, but what it's more or less saying is that, you know, when something, anything that is bad is bad, you don't come and change what is bad and say it is good simply because you're doing it or because it doesn't favor you or because or because it favors you to say so, or somebody you like or you're interested in, you know. But that what is bad is always bad. And don't ever try to paint good as evil. I mean, evil as good. So we, in the in the culture, we also have ethics that align with God's, you know, the foundational principles that God has put in the, in you know, in the law and the heart of every man. That what is bad is bad. That when you have values that, that determine right or wrong, don't try and change, you know, wrong to, to, to right. 
but all that has been set aside tribal sentiments and then the worst thing then turning on those of us who are not following them in that tribal pattern but what i want to say out here is that it has helped me because it's made me also realize that okay and i've had some really strong personal disappointments in this place because some people that i really 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 thought we were on the same path together in terms of spiritual um you know purpose and all that i now see that they are not at all i mean i'm i was so let down so in fact the disappointment was so much that i i just couldn't hide it and i think they already know i just had to i had to i just had to i had to just withdraw for a while because i felt I mean, and these are people that I felt were trusted advisors, you know, because I was like, oh, no, so we don't even have the same values. In your gradation of values, tribal, in fact, of all values that you even put ahead of faith values is tribe. As in, because if I'm even going to put values, I, family values, I can understand putting family values. You are really one of those people that are so much into family and all that. I wouldn't do that either. But then, if I want to, I can understand that. But if tribal values is higher it's puts it's close you are placing it higher than spiritual principles fundamental spiritual principles then i i have nothing to say i have nothing to say it's more important for you you can you can um, you more important for you to see somebody that is from your tribe in a position of authority even when the guy is an established rogue established a rogue that is well known a thug, a killer, a murderer, a thief, a fraudster, a criminal. Somebody that should never be given power. We've seen what this person has done with power. Even with, the, with, the, with the, what they've had. You want, to, you want to now gift them power over a, a nation of 200 million people? It's almost like... And then... We, we come, as in the trauma that we've had in the past eight years, you, you want to now increase it. How can you justify this to yourself? How? There's something wrong with our practice of Christianity. I, I, I keep saying it. There's something wrong. And that's why I think in the Nigerian society, Christians do not stand out as ethical people. In fact, something happened recently. Over, you know, we had a, a cash scarcity still ongoing. Where we then had people, they were, the, the government did a currency swap thing and didn't give enough new notes out into the public. And then, you know, people then started trading in the, in the, in the, in the local currency and giving out. So the few people who then had the new notes were selling it at for a premium, which is really crazy. So, you know, really crazy. Yeah, it's funny, but that was what was going on. But we found out that the Christian traders were charging people the more exorbitant prices. While the Muslim traders, because Islam forbids that, and by the way, Christianity also forbids it. It's just that we don't teach that it does. Unjust rewards, cheating people, the Christianity teaches against it. But Islam strictly forbids it, and the preachers of Islam, the imams, preach it. So many of the Muslim traders who were trading currency were selling at a much lower rate. Some of them even maintained the same rates they were selling before this crisis began. So many Christians ended up going to the Muslims to buy. So how do you in that neighborhood go and, as a Christian, you think you can preach to somebody? Then that same person who did that, who, of course, because we've embraced capitalism, Western capitalism, 
you think it's okay because well it, i mean it's a buyer's market so i mean seller's market so well you know i can i can i can do what i like and then so tomorrow when you have a program in your church you then go and you are you are distributing tracts to people and you think they will listen to you we, we tell on ourselves I think we, we, we as Christians in Nigeria, particularly Southern Nigeria, we need to come to look at our life, self-examination. I'm putting myself in this. And really ask ourselves, what do we believe? We have a massive problem with Christian ethics. Our ethics, we, we don't even know what Christian, what Christian ethics stands for. I, honestly, I've seen it everywhere. The way we carry on. We think it's just enough to say I'm a believer and to be going through the notion and to be going to church on Sunday and running activities and doing prayer sessions. We don't know that people are watching our lives. I read so many comments on Twitter. How I know about this? Because obviously I am not out there. I work from home most of the time. I'm not really out in the streets of Lagos. But I follow people on Twitter. I follow a lot of young people. So I get the strength of the conversations on the, on the streets. It was from the tweets of the young people. In fact, it was Christian youth. People, at least from Christian homes, tweeting this. It wasn't the Muslims self-reporting themselves and saying, because for the Muslims, it's normal. The Islam preaches very, very strongly against it. And I think that's one thing that I, I would say that Islam has done better at. Islam has done better at teaching people what's the Islamic faith, the ethics of the Islamic profession, I mean religion, on a day-to-day -day basis. Christianity hasn't done well. At least modern contemporary Christian. I think in the older days, the apostles did it. Also, maybe in the earlier days of the charismatic revival in the 90s, I think they did it better. Now, all these things about, in churches, nobody is asking where is the source of your money. They're not telling you don't lie on your application form. They're not telling you don't steal from your employer. You go to hell if you steal from your employer. They don't say all these things. And Christians are doing all this. Don't lie on your visa form. Don't take money and, and, uh, or under false pretenses. They're not saying all of these things. Even don't commit abortion. Nobody is saying it except your you know, threat to life. Nobody is even talking about all of that. Or don't kill somebody else. In fact, it's wrong to kill somebody. And that any wealth that you get that is not pure, that is not from legitimate means, God will judge you. Judge you, judge you for it. Those of you that you know are competing in elections and people are being killed so that you can win, you are stealing the boat, you are using thugs. God, the judgment of God is upon you. Who is preaching all of that? So we're just Christians by mouth. Jesus says, These people worship me in vain, they worship me with their mouth, but their lips, but um, with their lips, but their hearts is far away from me. Which is why, to be honest, I'm telling you from everything that I'm saying now. I don't, I'm not leaving my Christianity in the hands of any individual anymore. The other day I mentioned, I remember talking to somebody and saying that for a long time I hadn't actually gone into gathered services. I was online and, you know, and the person was so scandalized. Oh, I started saying, oh, pray for me and everything. And at the end of the day, I was trying to explain to the person that, look, I was in these gatherings before. There was a reason why I withdrew myself because I found out that I needed to get close to the word. It's not ideal. And I know that the Bible says we shouldn't forsake the gathering of the assemblies. But it was what I needed to do for my own spiritual health. And I did. I It was prayerful. In fact, it wasn't even my decision. It was actually God. And I'm not saying everybody should do it. But I'm saying I was in a faith crisis. So I had to be removed. And I went and I healed. And I started learning. And I'm growing. And I'm still seeking the face of God for where to go for. But by the time 
<laughs> certain things that happened recently. Statements made by even the leader of that circle of that church that you know part of the you know. I just I was like yeah. So I mean I've I'm like really, this is the gathering you are asking me to 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 come and put myself in. These guys they don't even know where they are going. This is like the blind leading the blind. These guys will lead you into. I mean I'm I'm sorry. And I'm not naming names, and it's not everybody. Thank God there have been some faith leaders who have really, you know, shown up for the faith in terms of speaking the truth. Some have just, in fact, I don't know, dubious, as if you, if you can't even speak with courage or speak the truth, then keep quiet. Why will you lend your mouth to the cause of the devil? I don't even understand it. And you have a platform. But anyway, that's your choice. I think the important thing is everybody should determine for themselves how they want to live their lives in Christ. For me, what's important right now is knowing what is right, Christian ethical principles, and doing it, basing my life on what the Bible says. It's not, I'm not saying it's, I don't want anybody to deceive me so that even if I'm not doing it, I'm doing the wrong thing. Let it be because I willfully chose to disobey. Not that I didn't know, because that's what I see that is happening. Like the Christian people who are selling the currency at a highway, do not know that God is going to hold it from them. It's not right. Exploitative gain is not Christian. It's not Christian. It's not. But I'll just leave it, you know, there. And um, I'll just leave it there. I, I, it's, it has come to the time everyone needs to go back to their Bible. Bible, there are many sources, places where people can, Bible commentaries, if you read Bible commentaries, if we take the time to read Bible commentaries, they teach very well, almost all the Bibles, ESV, there is Schofield Bible, they all have excellent commentaries, they teach all these things, they teach, the commentaries explain what the verses are saying, in fact, we have so much material now, even BibleProject.com, they are teaching materials available for us to know. Dick's Bible teaches. It's just for us to study, to take that time to study and to learn and not depend on, you know, what other people are saying. And I'm not saying, please go to church, continue to go to church, but study to show yourself approved. And that study can only be done personally. It's like when you are in the university, if all you do is go to lectures, you don't come home and study, you cannot pass. And even if you pass, by the time you come to practicing, it will also show how versed are you? In fact, class time cannot be the only time. You have to interact with the word, what you are learning in class. But then if you are in class and you are not even learning, I gave the example in one of the musings that, you know, there are, I mean, I've been a student, like now I'm even a student at a seminary, Bible seminary. There are some lecturers that I like listening to. Some of them, as in there's one particular course lecturer that I have, he's a Bible theologian and he's so versed. I make sure I am awake and alert when he's teaching i stopped the videos because he's he's, a, he's so vast in scripture so learned that i have to capture everything there's some of, some of them i just let the video run you know what i'm saying because they are preaching they're not really teaching so i'll just leave it at that may god help all of us to practice the faith as intended in jesus name amen <music>